Hey, Pastor John Aiken here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Faith Center podcast. We hope today's teaching will awaken and equip you to live out your God-given purpose. Enjoy. And what I want to do today is I want to unpack uh, at least one of the prophetic words. There's a few that were given through the weekend, and I want to unpack um, just a little bit of one of the ones that... Um, uh, Dale Yurton shared, and so I want to put 10 minutes on the clock. Um, I want you to open your Bible to Ephesians uh, chapter 1, uh, and and um, and we will get started. So Father, in Jesus' name, help us to hear. We submit ourselves to you, we look to you, we listen to you, and we ask that you help us unpack, help us listen, help us learn, help us see clearly, and we, we thank you for your help in Jesus' name. Amen. So on Friday night, uh, Brother Yurton got up with Ted Flynn and, and began to share about some of the things that God was doing and uh, right before the offering. And then uh, we went into some worship and, and it, man, we just sensed the presence of God in a powerful way. And, and he got up and just and shared a word. And he told me the next morning, he told actually a group of pastors were having breakfast the next morning. And this is what Dale Yurton, who is a true apostle around the world, I'm telling you, you know, some people may think this is funny and think it's some big exaggeration. It's not a real exaggeration that, that it's like the apostle Paul coming to the house and sharing a word. That's what it's really like. He's he is so much long. I mean, sixty years, sixty plus years of ministry, um, no integrity failure ever. Walking with God, uh, planting churches all around the world, being a father to fathers, being a pastor to pastors, an apostle to apostles. He's just he's a man of God. He's a general in the faith. And here's what he said Saturday morning. Um, after that that Friday night at the faith conference, he came and and if I remember his words, I'm going to try to be as accurate as I can. What he said is that he was still kind of on a high from the night before, and just was talking about how wonderful it was. And he said this this was one of the most powerful conferences where the presence of God was present in the people, in the people, just in the whole place uh, that he'd ever been a part of, and that the word that he gave about awake was one of the most, uh, for him, sensing the power of God, the presence of God coming in a very passionate way. He sensed the passion and power of God, and it was one of the most powerful words that he said he's ever given, that God has ever given through him. And and so we don't, as, as far as I know of right now, we don't have the recording of that, uh, but we tried to put together some different things, and, and he spoke about awake. Uh, he said that the Spirit of the Lord was upon you, and I believe he was speaking not not just to me. I believe he was speaking to all of us, all of us that were there, you all, not just you, but you all, that the Spirit of the Lord is upon you all, and he has anointed you to preach the gospel and, and uh, to the poor, and that he is going to help you arise, awake, and arise from the dust and he spoke some things about generations. I can't remember exactly what it was, but he spoke about that the generational uh, heart of God 
and it would affect generations. But he said that that for us to awake and to arise, awake, O sleeper, awake and rise up. And if we do not awake, if we do not take our place in partnership and agreement with God and with the Great Commission uh, and with the anointing, that that. You know, God is merciful and He's loving, but He, if we do not awake and come out of our sleep, then He would, He would raise up another. Could be another generation, could be another group of people somewhere else, but He, He'll, he'll find somebody and He'll raise up another. God is always looking for those who are willing, who those who are ready, those who are obedient, those who are faithful. And, and so it was a very powerful word, and I was just taking it in. And so uh, I want to read in Ephesians chapter 5, starting at verse 14. It says, Therefore, he says, Awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. And now this next part is like basically eight steps, eight things about, about what it means to awake, what we need to do to make sure we awake and walk in with Christ. It says, see then that you walk circumspectfully, meaning carefully, meaning very carefully, uh, not as fools, but as, as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, which is just wasteful, but be filled with the Holy or with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. And it goes on about wives submit to your husbands and, and husbands, you know, love your wives. It goes, the rest of the chapter is good. So really there's eight things that as I've been reading through this and praying through this, which I'm going to continue to do because I believe uh, what, what, uh, Brother Yurton shared was a word from God. I believe the word that Zach Strong, Pastor Zach Strong, shared about you know standing and taking your place and and not backing down. That this is a safe place for ministry and ministry leaders and and leaders. I believe even in the marketplace, a safe place that our house is a safe place for them to come. I believe that's the Lord, and I'm unpacking that as well. But I believe this this word he gave about awake you sleeper. There's eight. Things. The first one is we need to be careful. We need to walk carefully, not fearfully. We don't need to be like fearful. We need to walk in the fear of the Lord, which is really walking carefully, attentively, intentionally. We need to be very intentional. We don't just need to, to be reactive. We need to be proactive and, and walk carefully uh, uh, and wisely, um, that, which goes to the second thing. We need to walk in the wisdom of God. That's what it says. We need to walk in the wisdom of God, not the wisdom of men, not our own wisdom, but the wisdom of God. And if we're going to awake and, and complete the assignment that God has for us to this anointed assignment that he has for, for this reason, uh, for this season, for the reason of the gospel, for walking this stuff out. We need to walk carefully and not be fools. We need to walk wisely in the, in the wisdom of God, not the wisdom of man. We need to walk redemptively. That means we make the most of redeeming the time, uh, walk, making the most of every opportunity. Matter of fact, if I had to summarize this whole section, it's, it's about don't waste time. 
Don't waste your days. Don't waste time. Don't waste your time being foolish. Don't waste your time with man's wisdom. Don't waste your time with missed opportunities. Uh, don't waste your time with being drunk and, and, or, or walking in this indulgence and this pleasure, what, no matter what it is. Intoxication of power. Intoxication of, of money. Intoxication of alcohol or drugs. Intoxication of anything you want outside of God. Don't, don't be intoxicated and because um, there's an illusion in that intoxication. And what he's saying is we, we don't need to be wasteful. We don't need to waste our days. We need to number our days and, and, and walk in this. That's the summary of it. So we need to walk carefully. We need to walk wisely according to God's will. We need to walk redemptively, making the most of every opportunity. Uh, and I believe that's the Lord helping us be problem solvers. It's the, it's not judging people and leaving them in a ditch. And, and it's helping people uh, be redeemed. That re, The redemptive grace of God is at work in, in everything that we do. Uh, we got to know God's will is the fourth thing. We got to know God's will. God's will is his desire. It's his design. It's his plan. And we have to know God's will and not do our will, not do what we want. Not my will be done. Not faith centers will be done. Not some politicians will be done. Not some some uh, movements will be done. But But God's will be done. So we've got to walk carefully, we've got to walk wisely, we've um, got to walk redemptively, and we need to know the will of God. And the word of God is the will of God. It's his kingdom assignment, his kingdom will, his will be done. And then we need to walk in the, uh, the spirit-filled capacity of God, in the power of God. We've got to not be drunk with wine, don't yield yourself to that, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, and walk in all the power, the, the release of the gifts of, of the Holy Spirit. And, and then we got to walk, um, Lucky said amen to that, uh, and so then we've got to walk in this grace-filled, life-giving, love-filled speech to one another, encouraging one another, psalms and hymns and, and making melody in our hearts to the Lord. So the way we, we speak to one another, the way we speak to God, we got to have life-giving words, positive, faith-filled words we can't be speaking doubt. We can't be speaking unbelief. We can't be speaking fear. We can't be speaking anxiety. We have to speak the promises of God in faith-filled words. Um, and then we have to walk in thanksgiving. Thanksgiving to the Lord and thanksgiving to all that he's done. And in all things, even the hard things, even the tragic things, God, we're, I'm thankful that you're working this bad thing out for good. And then you see the mutual submission, serving one another. It's, it's not that you totally forget about yourself and you don't walk with self-control and and be responsible for yourself but you also put others you put others uh you treat others uh really better than yourself and you you follow like the golden rule you know treat one another the way you would want to be treated if you were in their shoes according to the will of god and so you have this mutual submission to one another so that those who walk in authority can can speak the truth in love. You can lead and lead boldly, lead courageously, but lead in love. And you're having this mutual submission um, to one another. That doesn't mean you're a doormat. It doesn't mean you don't lead. It doesn't mean you don't make decisions. What it means is you have a collaboration and you really look at it from the other person's perspective and you have this mutual honor, uh, respect, and, and, and submission one to another. 
Um, and so those are the eight things. Walk carefully, walk wisely with God's wisdom, walk redemptively, uh, know God's will, um, be filled with the Holy Spirit, life-giving speech to one another and praise to God, thanksgiving and in and, and all things to God, and mutual submission. So that's how I'm unpacking this word. And as we begin to walk in this, I think as a body and as a people, we'll be aligned, we'll be awakened, and we'll be ready to make the most of every opportunity. So Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your truth. And I thank you, Lord, that we are being awakened and equipped to fulfill our purpose. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Hey, love you guys. Uh, Cheryl Yates is preaching Sunday. Uh, she's going to bring the word. I just, she's amazing. And then Sunday night is River Baptism. Don't miss it. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening to the Faith Center podcast. To connect with us, go to faithcenter.tv and fill out our connection card. We pray blessings over you and your family. We'll see you next time.